connecting and the recovery revolution will be podcast on the since right now addiction recovery network welcome to the since right now addiction recovery podcast the podcast of clean and sober k-l-e-n and s-o-b-r and sincerightnow.com with your hosts in recovery jeff matt and chris Deliver something with that intro. That's a lot of yeah. <laughs> I'm not I think we're doing it. I think we're live. Oh my god. Because uh, you don't really hear that until the next day. Because what? You never hear that. That's sweet. So, okay. Whew. Yeah. That took a lot out of me. Oh, we're, just, we're figuring this out, <laughs> I people. I think we're live. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is part one of our two part two-year anniversary extravaganza. Mm. Um, it's Jeff, yep. Matt, hello, and Chris. You may know us from the Since Right Now podcast. Um, and uh, let's see. So we're live. We're live. Incidentally, our <laughs> first live um, I spent a lot of time figuring out how to make this live and not a little bit of time figuring out what we were going to talk about. Oh, good. Um, not that I, I am the sole uh, owner of what we talked about, but there were, you know, maybe to get us started. Yeah. There were yeah. a couple of things in the news today that... Uh, a live and topical? Yeah. Well, you know. That's crazy. so legit. That, uh, yeah. So, one was... The headline that, you know, uh, Led Zeppelin's in uh, a legal battle. They're being mm-hmm. sued after all these years for um, Stairway to Heaven, that they plagiarized it from this band they were on the same bill with, and Jimmy Page heard them. And if you hear the song side by side, it's like somebody stole somebody else's song. Wow. Robert. So, so you heard both songs? Yeah, you can hear them. It's, uh, the other what's, band's called, like, I don't know what they're called. Like, Were they from England? No, no. I think it's when they were touring over here. I can't remember. <clears throat> I, I haven't really paid attention. Just okay. I don't want to. It's like, I don't want to know. I don't want them. It's like, say it ain't so. I mean, everybody knows. It's it's kind of been the story, and I don't want to turn this into a music podcast, but yeah. Led Zeppelin was played fast and loose with their influences for a while. Right. Yeah. They also have some incredible original music, so... Yes. This isn't and, a music you know, podcast. Yeah. And everybody's a cover artist to some degree, right? Exactly. Uh, so it's concealing the, your yeah, sources. Just yeah. Exactly. Steal from the best. Yeah. yeah. Right. Do it in an interesting way. So yeah. is the contention, the point of contention that it both, sounds exactly both the bands same. are claiming the other one? No, 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 no. This band, all these years later, maybe they just wanted to make it, let it rack up enough money or something, but um, <laughs> finally brought the case. Wow. And it, it's been like talked about for years, but anyway, yeah. this isn't a music podcast. Here's yeah. the point. Here's the point of news where where it intersects with what we do. Oh. <laughs> Robert Robert Plant takes the stand, and his defense is, uh, I can't remember the '60s. <laughs> Mate. <laughs> Mate. That's um, what he said. Yeah. His to his 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 uh, defense is yeah. yeah I can't fucked remember. up. Yeah. Um, wow. That is, and I completely believe that. I mean, how are you going to argue with that? How are you going to argue with that? Uh, <laughs> I could think of a few ways, but 
Yeah, yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah. I don't I mean, remember the 60s. No, I have no culpability for anything that happened that decade. Right. Robert, the song was, was written in 1972. What year is that song? <laughs> I can't remember the 60s either. Yeah. Um. <laughs> good for you, Robert. It's 1972. Let me take you back there. Wait, when did that album come out? It's on Led Zeppelin 4. I don't know. Okay. I can't remember the 60s and early 70s. <laughs> Matt? To like mid 70s. Yeah. Uh, I can't really either. No, um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. You know, you think about uh, as a defense. Yeah. And who knows how, how it'll go? Who knows how that'll play for him? But um, there's a case of heavy drug use potentially oh, playing a part here? in. Uh, that's. But that's bullshit. 1971. It's interesting. Released in 71. Okay. If, uh, I can't remember the 60s. <laughs> if you don't remember That's it, hilarious. That doesn't mean it didn't happen. Yeah. Just exactly. Because your recollection of it is Yeah. But I think he, he can't self-incriminate yeah, if true. you don't remember, if you can't. You know, were you there? Of, when, but it goes, I mean, that the recent thing, and I don't know how top we want to be, but this Stanford kid is trying to use that sure. as an excuse, as a defense, right? Yeah, well. Or and, just sort of that whole world i mean bringing that up as this thing that made anything that happens okay somehow right alcohol correct right. that whole thing has just been a cavalcade of bad decisions i mean his right. dad yeah the petitioning dad. the judge mm. being like you know boys will be boys yeah. you know yeah. um yeah it's just really well and i think yeah the whole people on the on on his side as it were I mean, keep talking about the you know the culture of college drinking, which you know we talk a lot on here about. It's it's hard to distinguish a, a, somebody with a, a alcohol problem uh, or a, an a alcoholism from yes. just uh, someone abusing alcohol, which is still you know in that case you know woefully beside the point of whether you're an alcoholic or not. You're yeah. still you know raping somebody. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but yeah, lest we forget. I could see, as a defense lawyer, if you're going to take this as a case, alcoholism or addiction is a disease. You can't stop doing it, right? You have this disease. We all know that you can do all kinds of things and not remember any of them, right? But yeah. I'm sure there is a legal... Yeah, blackouts. Well, just but, not remember. I'm sure there's a legal, legal precedent. Lots of lawyers who've tried to use this as a defense over the year about you just can't remember what happened, so therefore you shouldn't be held responsible. Which is just... Is that what Robert yeah, Plant's saying? Yeah, I can't... I can't get behind that because okay. like vehicular homicide. It's yeah. Like, yeah. I hit him in a blackout. Yeah. Yeah. But you fucking hit him. You're right. doesn't um, really matter. Does it? It doesn't remove us from responsibility. Right. So Robert Plant's defense shouldn't work. He oh, should God. just be like, yeah, I stole it, mate. <laughs> Might. But I do think somehow I, I've only have the very basics of the, uh, or but deny did, it. Yeah. Like a man, yeah. Like what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Lie like a man, Robert. Exactly. But, and, and, but I, I do think I think it's Jimmy Page that's. Uh, Jimmy wrote the song. Yeah, I think it's Jimmy Page that's under uh, heat for. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Look at us. We, we, there's a live show going on on the website, people. Oh, nice. Um, actually, you can't hear this. So unless you're there listening. Um, so. Uh, yeah. So that was one one piece of news. I just thought it was interesting that yeah. as a as a defense that you know mm-hmm. and a more likely a multi-million dollar lawsuit it was yeah. like yeah i was fucked up i don't know <laughs> you tell me did i steal it i don't know um <laughs> i think i know how that's gonna end yeah i do too yeah I think how do you i i'm not a lawyer but um i play one on just, a podcast it just feels right. a little bit like thin 
Yes. Year three, we're going to start giving out legal advice, by the way. Yes, that's, we our, are. that's our move. I've been trying <laughs> yes, to figure out what, how to change the show in year three. And that's just they were. Just, uh, so do you think that Robert, they'll have, this, they'll have great lawyers on that team? Yeah. The defense. Well, well they're obviously the ones that brought the case. They the, probably have some huge the prosecution mm-hmm. fiscal goals. Right. Yeah. Um, the people who are prosecuting will have good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. That'll be interesting to watch. I mean, do you do? Do you bring a case forward forty three, forty four years later? Because yeah, isn't that crazy? Because That's your feelings have been hurt all this time. Or yeah, do you do it because yeah, finally you have some. Yeah, somebody got a hold of that, that thing and was like, but it's been. I mean, it's been. I've heard there's been whispers of it for. Decades, yeah. About yeah. that specific oh, yeah. song, or about that band? That song. Kinds of, okay. Oh, in general, yeah, because yeah, they have some, you know, they have some stuff that's a direct ape of yes. old blues. Sure, um, but yeah, that's the Rolling Stones. I mean, lots of people, right? A lot of a lot of those that. particular those British bands, but you know, a lot of it they did. Well, they did their, their thing, spin, whatever. Yeah, but you know, in this case, it was straight. Hey, up. This is our song, dudes. But um, <laughs> but what's what? So what was really interesting to me though about it was. The Washington Post headline was Robert Plant testifies he can't remember the 60s. Subhead, verdict, still a rock star. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> so it's like, you know. Um, man, he denied that. Yeah. 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 Ours was called Escalator to Heaven, man. Right. Come on. Totally. <laughs> totally. So, you know, that's sort of like the, the cultural uh, acceptance and, and, of you know sex yeah. drugs and rock and roll yeah. it's, it's part of a lifestyle which i don't know i mean we don't necessarily have a problem with that you know it's like i know we're a, a recovery show but and we we've seen uh i don't remember successfully used in the political arena before i mean oh, yeah. ronald I reagan did not have sexual relations yeah. i don't with recall that, that yeah <laughs> Oliver North, I don't recall. Yeah. Oh, but, but they didn't everything. say we were fucked up. Yeah, that's this totally is a different thing. That's thing. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, yeah. it was the John right. Barleycorn. Right. Yeah. Because Pol- I got high. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's not, I'm senile. That's funny. Um, so that was one. The okay. other one, the, there's like, an, it's a tragic comedy that, uh, did you guys hear about the guy stopped at the Holland Tunnel with a truckload of weapons? Yes. So it's, it's, it's the, 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 so it's mostly tragedy. Mm -hmm. The tragedy being one of the guys, he runs like a gun range and like a, I don't know what he's like a, uh, uh, he's a gun guy. He has a gun range. He has this like, this truck is like covered. It looks like a monster truck covered Mm -hmm. in like a full cover wrap for shooting lessons and range. And I don't know what, right. But his daughter, he lost his daughter, like an aspiring model, like 20 years old. She mm-hmm. died of heroin overdose. Mm. He started this group with uh, this woman, just, you know, sort of, I guess, a, a mild-mannered woman who had also lost somebody, I guess, to a heroin overdose. And it was a reasonably well-respected group, I guess, in New Jersey. And he, and so somebody that was, uh, that had sought help from their group, mm-hmm. I guess their support group um, of parents, had relapsed and was in new york and like a 16 year old and texted him mm-hmm. that they were um using they're like in the, i don't know shooting den of sorts mm-hmm. um a, a dealer's shooting den and uh the person next to them had od'd and died oh my God. a 19 year old wow. and texted them and asked them for help so he loaded up his truck 
not to move help. to Beverly, but need help bring guns. But he right, basically he loaded up with all these weapons, oh my God. and you know, uh, and his truck is wrapped in it's wrapped in like, like you know whatever his shooting range is. John's yeah. you know shooting yeah villa, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> of course that's, this is live podcasting people. That's right. In Uncut. post, I would have come up with a much cooler name for that. <laughs> um, but uh, and uh, yeah. And headed there to go. Oh I don't know what extract and. Yeah. Did he bring some friends? Or he brought two him? friends. Okay, like, like another dude and a woman. They had like you yeah. know flak jackets and or you know whatever. Wow. Yeah, uh, twelve stepping somebody with extreme prejudice. Like, <laughs> exactly. We are going, going in there. to body armor. Twelve stepping with a twelve gauge. You will know us by the trail. <laughs> that's that's uh. So he gets to the haunted tunnel, gets stopped, can't go through because who the wants a shot? Him. Oh the. <laughs> um, wow! Stuff writes itself. But. It really is. Uh, so yeah, and so then he—he he, I guess he was—he was tweeting about it and facebooking about like we're on our way to go extract. You know, he's using all you know paramilitary. So we're going to yep. go do an extraction from a you know harem dan and take anybody that wants to come with us that's in there. You know, and wow. uh, and you know, sort of kill them all and let God sort them out kind of it's stuff. Great day for an extraction. Right. Wow. Who's in? But, uh, so, yeah. Again, related in some way, shape, or form to the substance abuse and recovery sphere, but wrapped in all sorts of bad decisions. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they never made it. They got stopped and the 19-year-old OD'd. Somebody said, I wonder if that monster truck with all the gun advertisements all over it might have has some guns up in there. Wow. Yeah. But I mean, if you see the truck and uh, maybe like I'll, I'll kind of obvious. So like, I, I, yeah. And you can find the Once you search for the dude that got stopped at the Holland tunnel, you'll see his truck and it's, it's insane. I mean, it's a full <laughs> wrap graphics, you know, bright and bold and screaming. Oh God. Uh, basically it's a, yeah, it's good. Police it's work. It's like yeah. a gun in yeah. a truck for him. Yeah. <laughs> That is that is some crack police work. Yeah, but um, but what is you know I think if nothing else it speaks to how just compelled this guy was to help and yeah. when gun culture meets overdose culture it could be crazy right when gun culture imagine meets him, yeah the hijinks imagine the extraction of getting people out of that up this was. Yeah, it's our first live podcast, and it was our first podcast with a dog. And we had to just had to kick the dog. The dog's out. been sorry. Yeah, we just had to let the dog out. All right, so to speak, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Um, so that was one. The other one is just uh, those, those were two, and the third was that uh, Flaka. Oh yeah, sure. Just disappeared apparently. Uh, the scary drug that disappeared. Flacca sent South Florida into a delirious and terrifying tailspin. Then it vanished. Wow. I like it just sort of like was of a... Flacca, Jeff. Okay, let's hear about I'm glad this. you asked. Oh. Uh, Flacca is a synthetic cathinone. Uh, I believe it is a, a PVP, okay. which is a analog of MDPV, okay. um, which colloquially known as bath salts. Oh yeah. So, but I think a PVP um, picked up the street handle flaca. Okay. 
and like any super intense euphoric speed based substance yeah. people staying up for days yep. making extremely bad decisions um doing maybe not fully rational things yeah and, uh, you know wow that's good but i guess it was how did you know it was how did you know about that did you ever try cheap. i probably tried a pvp yeah. at some point when yeah. i was in my thing research chemicals yeah phase wow a few years there but um you know they would ban one version um and science was moving too fast yeah uh, so there would be another analog and it would be legal and What's analog? What does that mean? Uh, it's just a term. Basically, just move one molecule here. Ah. It's just a slight variation. variation. To make it legal again. Exactly. Wow. And that's what they do with uh, with the cannabinoids, the synthetic weed. Yeah. There are so many innumerable um, variations. So many different tweaks of the formula. Wow. So, now, so Flocka disappeared, uh, and the question is why? It's like bees. We don't know. Uh, that? Yeah, no. <laughs> it's like bees. It's, uh, where where are all the bees at? Yeah, where's all the flaca? It's well, I, I think um, they. But that's do the mystery. Know. It burnt itself out. I think that's what it was. It's sort of like when you light the fire to burn the, you yeah. know, to, to yeah. suck all the oxygen yeah. out and it burns the fire out. Yeah. Uh, I think it was so everyone that. who used it died or got sick of it and couldn't. It just freaked them out, and it freaked everybody else out that might have gotten into it. Yeah, because it you know made people <clears throat> insane. Because <clears throat> yeah, it says you know we were in an emergency scenario at the height of the craze. We were wishing crack would come back. Um, <laughs> I remember the crack days. And, uh, I mean, these that. are these are police. Oh, you know? it was a simpler time. The salad <laughs> days of crack. It, and you know, so the the U.S. government's response to this is they tr- they try to categorically ban things. Yeah, so they will create list after list after list and yeah. go through and the UK just recently within the last month blanket ban on all analogs and why wouldn't we do that because some of them are I don't know yeah I don't know either but and it's it, I bet it's somehow tied back to the NRA because it, it's it was a big thing in the UK before it yeah. crossed the pond yeah and when it kind of petered out here a bit when all the head shop raids happened and it mm-hmm. was really really you know, I mean it was highly all eyeballs were on. Yeah. Is that shop. still happening in head shops? I mean, or is that still a thing know. here? Uh, I don't think, I mean, a few years, like say four years ago. Yeah. Probably the last time I bought anything in a head shop. Uh-huh. And uh, it was just kind of getting, it was out. totally under, under the counter, under the radar. Okay. Like if the clerk knew you. Yep. And so it wasn't like you had to use a code name. I mean, I'm not kidding. You'd yeah, say, yeah. do you have any P? Mm-hmm. And, so yeah, or they would keep a little laminated menu of all the fake strains of weed they'd have underneath the front counter, mm-hmm. and they would just slide it out. Wow! And you'd say, "Can I have a two and a six? <laughs> wow! Because of course, and this is just this is just guesswork here. Just guesswork. I'm guessing many of the employees might be a little paranoid, <laughs> maybe partaking <laughs> in the product. So of course it's mic'd, but uh, yeah, and there are cameras everywhere, but. One specific head shop w- was raided repeatedly. Um, a local news guy mm-hmm. here in town, like went in. You know, I'm going to find out the truth. Come on, let's go in. And uh, <laughs> so they they were on high alert. But it's now closed. And actually, the owner was the owner of three head shops. Um, she's in prison right now. Really? Yeah. Because it was a thing. whole ring of synthetic drugs. Wow. I think if you're going to sell illegal drugs, a head shop's too obvious. <laughs> 
open another like laundry service. Well, something uh, like you know, a donut shop. Donut shop. Yeah, it's funny because they <laughs> first, you know, bath salts were one of the first iterations. Then it was like CD cleaner. Yeah, and then jewelry cleaner, and they kept not for human consumption all yeah. over the packaging. Yeah, yeah. But they kept coming with these different euphemisms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and once one person knew, yeah, like that didn't clean my jewelry for shit. And what and what CD cleaner is going to be like a hundred and forty dollars a gram? Like, yeah, that seems uh, that checks out. That checks out. I got a scratch on the CD. I'd rather I can spend one hundred forty bucks. That's done. Cool. Got it. I remember. Yeah, the only time I saw it was when I lived in London, and it was all. It just was all plant food. Yeah, plant said, food was. Uh, do not use. I mean, it was all over the place. No not for human hmm. consumption. That was and it was in the head shop. And you're like, why are they selling? Plant food in the head shop. And some of the first synthetics to get popular were supposed to, uh, they were like MDMA. They were like ecstasy yeah. analogs in a sense. You yeah. Know? So yeah, plant food was, that was the standard. I should remember that. Yeah, that's so bizarre. Mm-hmm. And by saying that, somehow they could get away with it or whatever. That's, what a bizarre That's the, all the that legal is. loopholes. Yeah, God. And you know, so as we all well know, yeah. people want to get high. And there's money to be made off yep. it. People will find will a way. Find, we are, if nothing else, we're a determined lot. Yeah. We were just talking about that at dinner tonight, is alcoholics and addicts. What, yeah. Someone had asked the other day if I ever felt bad about working in the spirits business on a marketing side. Yeah. And the two worlds, like to me, it's just they're so different. People, people that need to get high will find a way to get high or drink or whatever. No amount of advertising one way or the other. It has anything to do with any of it, right? Yeah. I, I don't feel bad about writing beer commercials. Yeah. But, I mean, to this alcoholic, it was never about the frosty mug. No. And the, the beautiful liquid and the right. fetishization of the whole. It, to me, it was like, yeah. if it was a pill, yeah. it was, let's let's get out of my head. Let's escape as quickly as possible yeah. by any means necessary. I don't totally. care. Yeah. By any means necessary. Exactly. That's so interesting. But that's exactly what it is with these. Just if there's a means, if there's a will, there's a way to make it, to sell it, distribute it. It's a strange, strange, strange business. And you've heard people in AA meetings say things like, yeah, man, I saw that Guinness commercial the other night and whew, it looked good. But I, I can't, I, yeah. I've never had, the, I think we've I've never had that. The trigger no. thing. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. It's like, uh, it wouldn't, that's not what would do it for me. Yeah. It's not no. just seeing the thing or. Yeah. I think for me, it'd be like a real conscious decision. It would be like, trigger, oops, or go. I'm not, not, I guess, I guess I, I was going to say not that I'm belittling that, but I think I just did. Um, Bam. <laughs> but, Belittled. Um, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get that. I don't. Well, it's just, uh, yeah, it's, it's a means to an end. Yeah. And it, for me, it was always more about the destination yeah. right. than the route. Yeah. Right. The act of drinking was yeah. it. You know, I but I wasn't a social drinker. It wasn't, right. I didn't associate with any. Yeah. Social, I don't know. Didn't free me in that way. I just it was like let's let's get lost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. So um, two years. That's good. Yeah. Two Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. How's it feel? Uh, yeah, I didn't even do it for two years. Well, do you have any perspective on this? I mean, we've all been here, right? 
We've been, well, been well, here for one one point nine. Yeah, it started a, a couple months. a year and nine months, right? Yeah, yeah. but still, it's a long um, which time, is wild because so. we we talked about this I think after the last episode off mic. Yes, that by the point you started, it feels like we'd been doing it forever. Yeah. Oh, I felt when I did my, I, I came on to tell my story. Yeah, you guys have been doing it for what three months, three or four months. Yeah, I felt which like, is crazy. Gosh, these guys yeah, three have months this down, and I think yeah. about from then to now, just some of the yeah. The, evolution of it and the way it's changed but uh, we didn't have guests we never had a guest we just no. like talked about i don't even know what we talked about talk shit i think you got here time we still didn't that... have guests right no no not, not until really uh probably let's see i started in like oct- early october i came yeah. out and told my story and then you're like hey come back next week and then <laughs> never not come yeah then. well no i mean you the, the idea was <laughs> yeah, to, to have you but i just remember when we talking i don't know if we talked about it on air in the earlier episodes um but certainly off mic we were like when you know when he thinks matt will be ready because i hadn't talked to you at that point yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and i and at that when point, is Matt ready to talk i had i had like maybe six you know i yeah. have what 28 months now so 27 21 so yeah. um i was still pretty new yeah, on this raw. particular go round. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't but, leave. I was living uh, I was out you know, oh, I, was, yeah. I was living in Chicago, so Yeah. I just moved back to town. And, right. Yeah. What's interesting one, but now it's yeah. So and then yeah, at that point it does. It seems like we've been doing it for a while and like just waiting. I think maybe you know, at that point we it was it was also so new that we were still figuring out what to, we could do with it. And I think yeah. we had done, like we had done 12 episodes where we tried to do like the steps for part of it. Yeah. And we had talked, you know, I don't, I don't even know. I'd have to go back and listen to f- remember what we even talked about. I love the idea of Chris doing the steps. Well, then we didn't really do out. them. But but uh, like, you know. Yeah, we just talked about e- a step each time Yeah, uh, for like 12 episodes. At, and then, uh, yeah, and then we're just like, let's let's get some steps we should go do that again people nah. go back and redo steps chris is like no, no i don't want to do steps again come on chris no way it's like a bad sponsee oh, let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's do the steps God. um <laughs> i think you did know, you know uh, did you see where sarah Happala was on npr i did yeah terry gross yeah she and was, she, i felt like we had had that's pretty guests, cool and this is taking nothing away from any guests we've had right. certainly because yeah. i can't think of one where i was like wow it was great but mm-hmm. sarah sort of took it to another level she was that a was the, well and it was also the first guest we had that had um something big to yeah out. you know i mean she yeah. was she was a known quantity yeah. out inside and outside the recovery community yeah, yeah. well yeah what was, was interesting and she was uh, you know that after that i think it was the first year right in, right in there somewhere when I, and we talked about this where um I'd gotten some feedback and I was so hypersensitive to it. Oh yeah. Where just one person had said it's hard to tell the difference between the episodes because it's always the three of us, right? Yeah. And it's like, and we and we've never really been a topic one like tonight. We're going right. to talk about relationships. Believe it, it was. We kind of tried that, yeah. but I don't know. I mean, so they um, there was a sameness to it. So yeah, and so I said, I, oh. You want to be able to tell the difference. Oh, yeah. we'll have oh, a different guest every episode. Yeah, now yeah. Jeff's British. Bam. <laughs> Chris has a speech impediment. How do you like that? And then the hilarious thing was, then I got all freaked out too when I the one person is it. There was more than one probably, but when I got the the feedback, like I missed the ones where it was just you three guys. I'm like, oh, you fuck. 
you people. We're kind of crowdsourcing it one person at a time. Right. It's not a crowdsourcing. <laughs> Any suggestion, you'll see an immediate impact. So that's right. Whoever has the impact on a show, give us one person out there the yeah. feedback. Yeah. Boom. It Just plays like, on my neurosis <laughs> of the moment. We will change. We will change for you. Hey, how that's come funny. you guys oh. never talk about muscle cars? All right, guys. <laughs> Guess what? Um, oh, my goodness. But yeah, so I mean, it's been a good, good. Yeah. Two years, um, you know the now apocryphal story of uh, episode zero, which I think is out there. I think it's on the SoundCloud page and iTunes. That's a legendary me episode on my iPhone. Yeah, white earbuds saying, oh, "This is Chris. I guess if I, I'm going to try this, I hope Jeff comes and does it with me." Because at that point, Jeff and I still weren't oh, yeah. talking exactly. And then uh, episode one, he was there. Yeah, I hasn't that. left. And yeah, then wow. Matt, uh, I. I I had the number, and we can look it up. This is this is only part one of the part two, two year finale yeah. anniversary. Yeah, um, extravaganza. Wait till the second half. Yeah, yeah. See what happens. It's going to get real. It's a cliffhanger. What are you guys huh. thinking? Where should we take this? Where should we take this thing in the future? This is that we've discussed this yes. in kind of broad strokes. Yeah. And what should it be? It, it's odd because I don't feel like there's been. It's felt really organic. Mm. I mean, all the changes that have. Yeah, we've incurred over the last you know couple of years have just kind of happened. Yep. Um, there's been a lot of like mindful. Like, now we're about this, and now we do it this way. Yeah. Um, right. No. So because we ain't give a fuck. We don't go. So I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so my answer, Jeff, to that is. Bah. <laughs> Wait. What do you think? What do you think, Jeff? Talk. Oh, well, yeah, no, I think we were, as far as the whole site, this was your vision, Chris, which I really like, is that we, in the same way we started out to take away the stigma of being in recovery somehow. Now, that seemed to be of the moment. I remember we, when we very first started this, we would talk about how recovery was having a moment. And I don't think we say that much, as much anymore, because I think we've, we've done our job well right i think recovery in general has less stigma than it did when we first started this and there's lots more people talking about it so now i think where we're evolving which is nice is recovery as part of who people are openly in the world and it's a it's a you know i hate to say lifestyle brand because we're all in the business but you can understand that right but you just did i did because that's what it is but more of a yeah, a way of living, and so the site can and content can expand a little, possibly. I don't know. Get into yeah, that. I think, the, think I think yeah, the Something site like that, as well as the podcast. I mean, yeah. you know, uh, I'm trying to figure out, you know, how the the site and the podcast, you know, uh, anybody that's been paying attention, mm-hmm. even if there's just that that core handful that, that have watched it happen, mm-hmm. you know, it, it started as sort of this one thing and it's been a, been malleable over the course of the past two years um and i've been trying to gradually get to this place which i, I figured out as i'm doing it, which yep. really is to celebrate the creativity in recovery yes with creativity meaning somebody doing with what's become possible to them mm-hmm. in recovery yeah creating something that doesn't exist before now whether that's you know if you're an accountant and that's you know whatever you finally can have your awesome cpa business mm-hmm. that you just couldn't have done and, and, and you're thrilled with that that's great and i you know that sounds like a, a again a sort of 
sarcastic or facetious example, but seriously, I mean, um, you know, but yeah, I mean, I I am talking more purely uh, traditional creative endeavors, but you know, that to me, I I just um, really believe that if you've figured out that in recovery, you can do the things that you're capable of doing. I think that's cool. Yeah. Um, I would say that perhaps more, but more, right. And I learned, like I used to think truly, I don't know if I ever let go of this idea that you, that drugs and alcohol would help your creativity. It took me a long time to get through that. I don't know if I ever really believed it. Until we started doing this and two years later, to a person we've ever interviewed, no one found their creativity until they got sober. Well, right? And, and there was a few people, but not really. Cre- and creativity is a big, broad, amorphous yes, term. Maybe I right. mean, like to me, doing you know, shit, I guess. It's... It's what we do for a living, right? Doing shit, yeah. yeah. But it's there's rigor involved. Yeah. Yes. There's you have to try. Uh, having yeah. ideas is one thing. Yeah. Having thoughts is one thing. Articulating yeah. them is entirely different. Right. Bringing a vision to fruition, very difficult to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sometimes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it isn't difficult to do, but the point being, I'm sure I had lots of great ideas. Yes. But nothing really happened. Yes. That's probably it. You have lots. I can remember having weird thoughts and interesting thoughts when I'm fucked up, but never did anything with them, right? Yeah. And most people in here, or everyone we've interviewed who's written a book or written anything, it seemed like it all happened after they stopped, right? So the, it's the doing part that. Yeah. It's I, the that's the and that is the creative part in some ways, right? Like. It's it's <clears throat> bringing a little bit, just a little bit of discipline and a little yeah. bit of rigor. Yeah. Um. You know, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, everything I wrote for probably 10 years, yeah, I was high. Really? Everything. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, because I it. smoke pot yeah. all day, every day. I think pot's a different animal altogether, but, but anyway. Um, <laughs> but, you know, did it make anything better? I can say <laughs> with surety, yeah. No. How's your, how do you feel creativity right now? As long as you have a couple years, yeah, and all the time you're, because you're a really good comedy writer, and I know lots of people smoke pot and write movies, right? All those lots of comedies get written that way. Lots of guys in Hollywood use pot specifically, right? Sure, not any other drugs, but pot. But how do you feel your creativity is now, right now? Your game is sober and different than that. There's, there's no way to honestly answer that question without yeah. sounding like pedantic or obvious but really i mean i feel yeah. better than i ever have in okay. that regard okay you know yeah um, be, yeah you feel like you're hitting it hitting it out of the park doing great work yeah okay and and you know pot in particular so oh. i had a few friends in los angeles who would get together and create and yeah they were big cocaine guys yeah and they would always say you want to get together and we're gonna get together and blow. snort up some inspiration <laughs> and um <laughs> But again, yeah, you know, what resulted from that? Yeah. Well, I can say that none of them are in the entertainment industry anymore. Yeah. Hmm. Um, pot, some people, it relaxes. Yeah. And I could see where, you know, some people it mitigates anxiety. Mm-hmm. Right. That may help them get to a place. I don't know. But um, but it was it was always more difficult for me to yeah, you know, to really. You, you, kind of think stuff through and yeah well it's funny because i worked with you when when we first started working together you weren't using 
Right. And for, I, a, for years. Yeah. yeah. And we, and I just remember that time as a very productive and creative time. I look back at the work we did together and it's really great work. There's lots of it. You were there, Chris, for a lot of it. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is a, a long yeah. time, really great work. But then I remember whenever you started using it again yeah. towards the end and the work was super weird. I mean, it was weird. Like there's a couple yeah. of things that I looked at, looked at that you wrote. I'm like, these are fucked up. <laughs> these are I, from a paranoid, crazy man. Yeah, I remember a couple of specific instances. One, I was working on this presentation, and uh, I was using a lot of speed okay. at the time. And yeah. I would, I actually moved a desk into the master bedroom of our house so I could work all night. Wow. And uh, yeah, my, my poor ex-wife. But uh, and you, you like <clears throat> called me in your office. You're like, dude, you know I love you. This is the work of a crazy man. You're like, awesome. this is, you're trying to solve 30 hmm. things at once. And uh, it was really okay. dense and crazy. Yeah, we both remember that one deck. I've got to find that thing. It was for, we should uh, put it up on it the site. Yeah, I'd love to see it. It was for a casino in Las Vegas. That's funny. Yeah, so that's it. So that's one thing I've learned in, since being on this. Like, just the seeing all these people, including you and all the guests find their creativity and sobriety mm. that's been great mm -hmm. right and yeah. we've heard story after story after story and i don't know if i believe that truly believe that for a long time i think that we've all you can't help but grow and evolve mm -hmm. yeah and that where you are is going to color your worldview and mm -hmm. um yeah so I don't so that's know. good. That's my little remembrance. Yeah, no, I think that's right. I mean, I what think we learned. I, I don't know, and I think it's yeah. To it's not to because for me it is hard to complete to to what's the word? Um, not distance myself from, but to uh, like disavow the notion that great art has been created on. Drugs. Oh, that's un that, right. Questionable. So, okay, that's true. Which is different than. Being a creative person, first of all, everybody's not a great artist. Is the other thing, <laughs> but this but, much is true. But, Drugs but, won't make you creative, right, exactly. <laughs> if you don't have that pre-existing right. condition, um, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, you know, for every whatever Bukowski sitting at a bar, or you know, um, Burroughs, you know, doing whatever he's doing, there's you know a million, whatever. Is Naked Lunch a great book? I, don't know. A, I haven't read it recently enough to remember uh, if it's great. I think it, in my and when I read it, I thought it was great. Twenty-two year old Matt would yeah. There fight you go. You That's what I'm talking about. Over that book. Wow. Twenty-two year old Matt would fight me. Forty-two year old Matt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, that's okay. You know, that's I find so myself. Funny. You know, what's interesting, like that sort of stuff, though. There's, I have to be. It's like of a different me. It's of a different me yeah it, because yeah. there's stuff like i was just thinking the other day about some who was talking about it somebody was talking about some album that they put on somebody on some podcast i was listening to they fell asleep to every night because i don't know they were in a depressed state and it, mm -hmm. it's what they fell asleep to and blah 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 it has all this meaning for them and they were heartbroken i don't know what and i was thinking there was a period where i fell asleep drunk or high every night mm -hmm. to you know a specific like few albums yeah and like yeah. you know like one was like or murmur you know which mm -hmm. you couldn't even understand what the fuck michael stipe so, was saying but it was like all heavy and yeah that one know. holds up though yeah no oh my god it holds yeah. up better than anything else they've done yeah yeah, yeah no, no no and that you know I, i'm not objective on that 
22-year-old oh, Jeff would fight you over that one. Yeah. The 42-year-old Matt will fight your ass. Yeah, no. 42-year-old Matt and I mean, Jeff. basically, I Murmur's the only album you need for our hands. Oh. Uh, yeah, I would say... I like Life Stretch Pass. Yeah. I, I think Murmur was the purest. Cool. Yeah. Me. It was purest. <laughs> but, you know, um, but and everything after Bill Berry left the band is just hot yeah. garbage. When did Bill Berry leave the band? After Life Stretch Uh No, no. He left the band after Automatic for the People. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or maybe the that. record after that, he left it for that. Yeah. I mean, I had a shitload of R.E.M. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but no. I mean, where was no, great? I, I, diminishing returns since Mormon. I quoted uh, Michael Stipe in my high school yearbook. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I just put a bunch yeah. of. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I drove to Athens, Georgia in yeah. college, like to, you know, I was, yeah. I was in deep, but, but yeah, it, you're right. I associate certain pieces of art, right. music, literature. Mm-hmm. And, and here's what moments yeah oh, what i was gonna say though that i couldn't go back to something like that but after talking about it i could go back to murmur but there's like music even that i'm like i'm just despite falling into depre- depressive episodes yeah there's stuff that i just i did there's not the darkness i don't have the the it's not that kind of yeah. weight on yeah. me there's yeah. no there's not the angst to it yeah. that i i can't get there you know i'm not drunk enough i'm not high enough i'm not angsty enough i'm not young enough to um to uh embrace some of it yeah to have that lurid emotional connection right right in the present like i can look at i can leave it as a something in amber you know yeah and go that's amazing but i don't want to see it you don't want to listen to it again or read it again or you know Mm -hmm. um and it's and it's some of it's tied to times that aren't right. necessarily sunny right. so it's hard to go back there just yeah. because it evokes that like oh geez lying in bed spinning you know i trying to and then i don't you know and i i was gonna say i think i'm more discerning in sobriety oh good than i was yeah like sober me yeah doesn't listen to ween <laughs> um, drunk me God, no. fucked up me yeah down with ween so but um <laughs> that's pretty much the barometer right there there it's called you like ween, the you ween might line. have a problem right <laughs> take a good hard look at yourself <laughs> um that's but funny. i don't i don't necessarily know if that's true because in certain areas of my life i think i'm more um experimental in yeah sobriety, you know yeah um, yeah but a little more open-minded yeah, I, I do you so. find yourself less of a cunt? Uh no. That's <laughs> Are you still pretty that, cunty? You know, Jeff, it's part of my DNA. And no, but I yeah. Uh I think um I'm And you know what I'm saying in the nicest yeah, way possible. I think I'm certainly um Because we're both kinda like that. I think I'm less flip. Yes. I think I think my cynicism's uh every bit as present, but yeah. um I think, you know. I don't know, and I'm. You guys are. You've been doing this podcast, Chris. Right. What years? Seventeen through nineteen, or something, in your sobriety, or yeah, yeah. I, I got it wrong. There's like a period there where I like was adding a year when we first started. Um, oh, I think I'm coming up on my eighteenth on oh, in okay. September. Okay. And Jeff, you just celebrated sixteen. I did. So, you guys, it, you know, yeah. four, fourteen years is fourteen years, man. Yeah. Um, I was like months. I was right out of the oven. That's true. Came here, so. I think there's something though. Yeah, but there's something because one thing I've learned in the past two years is the the idea that I've been abstinently sober for almost eighteen years, but I have not been 
actively recovering yeah. for all those 18 oh, yeah. years. Um, and that's even just the, I don't even think, I think being active in recovery, you, you may not be, be <laughs> active, I guess, but, but as long as you're self-aware and you know that <laughs> you should be, mm-hmm. I think that even counts. And I don't even know I was there the whole time. And I certainly, I know I wasn't there the whole time. Um, but, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that, that, I think that goes a long way too. And I think, you know, you probably this time have a different sense, I would think. Yeah. Even, oh. of, of recovery versus yeah. just. Do you, yeah. I, yeah. Because, you know, I had four and a half years of yeah. abstinence and various degrees of involvement in a community. Mm-hmm. But I, I have like such a reverence for recovery now. It's, you know, I just yeah. like a, a market shift. People yeah. who have walked right up to it mm-hmm. and looked it in the eye. Yeah what that affords you mm-hmm. it, it's just it sounds so arch but um you know you just you, you really there are times and we've heard people say this that mm-hmm. i almost not feel bad but i i want people who don't have a problem to have the benefits of mm-hmm. going through that experience yeah you know to, because yeah. it just man when you've when you've dealt with something like that and really dealt with it and really stripped everything bare, um, I don't know. I think it just, it affords you a perspective mm-hmm. that I love. I think yeah. it's mm-hmm. pretty cool. Yeah. I, I think, and not to sound gooey, but I think you've gotten more loving and I'm pointing at mm-hmm. Chris. pointing at Chris. And Matt's gotten more loving and as then, human beings since i've been on this podcast with each of you oh i, I appreciate that and, and i i can I, jeff just took his shirt off <laughs> <laughs> what matt weird. didn't tell you is i just took my pants off. <laughs> <laughs> um but you know i i absolutely appreciate the sentiment i think David. we've i think it's been good in my i think it's been good for all of us yeah yeah um and uh you know, I, I've gone through like little crises of faith about what I was doing with this thing. You know, mm-hmm. I go through it regularly. Yeah. Like, because mm-hmm. sometimes it does feel selfish. You know, I'm like, who might, who's, you know, who wants to listen to me? I don't think us, but like, mm-hmm. who wants to listen to me from a, from a, again, a neurotic sort of self worth standpoint, yeah. say anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but then I realized like I, I do do this, um, for me, for you know, for me, it helps me. Yes. It's helped me be, I think, better. Yeah, um, being a part of the recovery community, and, and that's definitely something that was lacking. Um, and you know, it's from afar to a large degree, but we've met some of these people mm-hmm. now, and we're going to go see them again in Austin. Austin, Texas, better believe it. Some of them, new Do ones, it. old ones. Yep. Um, and uh, I shouldn't do friends, old friends, new ones, old ones. Um, but uh, and speaking of which, I want to thank oh. People, I don't know what I did to scare people off. For a minute, we had ten listeners, live listeners. Now we have five. Oh. Um, wow. What, what did we do? We get gooey. We talked about taking off our clothes. Is no, that what it was? But it was. <laughs> did it make you uncomfortable? Right. Well, um, <laughs> it is the nudity. Is this awkward for you? <laughs> no, I, I, I uh, and it's funny because to a man, yeah. everyone we've met, there's just there is an immediate kinship. Right. Yeah. Everyone we've met from the recovery, the yeah. online recovery community, IRL, as yeah. you say, Chris, is, good uh, peeps. You're like, damn, 
Oh, 10 back. I like them. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um, so it's been good. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm glad we've been doing this for two. I'm looking forward to doing it for uh, another year and, you know, into the future and beyond. Um, into the future and beyond. Chris. Beyond Chris the future. Who knows what the future holds? Pregnant um, promise. But uh, I, I was going to, you know, I'm going to save, uh, had some of the calls, and I think maybe we'll do that next time because we've been on now live for a long-ass time. That's a technical term, podcasting okay. term. Um and uh, what was I going to say? So we're going to do live next week. We're going to do live again next I, week. We have a special announcement too. What? We have a special announcement next week. Oh yeah. So we'll, we'll, but we'll wait till yeah. next week. So you got to like. Um, it's going to be special cliffhanger. It's a very special episode. Yep. And uh, it's with your family, it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and then we're going to talk about too some more. I think what what year three is going to hold. We're we're going to try to shake it up. Try to evolve. Uh, the world is full of change, and we're going to change. And we're going to change with it. I, right. I, not nothing drastic necessarily, no. but I think maybe more this live. Um, if this works out and people like it, yep. I think is awesome. You'll be able to uh, like if, if you you know the ten of you that have done it tonight tune in live via the site, and hopefully it worked out well. And hopefully you'll, you'll leave us some feedback on that if mm-hmm. it, if it did work out well for you. Um, but then also it'll it'll be available by the traditional means, uh, the same way it has been on Thursdays. Um, and then uh, you know, just mix up the balance of guests and not guests better, and maybe try to do some more live recordings. We did one, I think, last year. Was it last year we went to Akron? A year before? Uh, it was two years I, ago. Wow, yeah, it was the year before last. Yeah. And, and, we, uh, and that was fun. We did an episode in a car. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, I like that one. Um, I think we'll do that uh, in November down in Austin. We'll do a, a, an episode from Austin, but uh, just mix it up and yeah. We're gonna. I think we we've had some yeah. ideas, and some of them are just if we can figure out how to do it. In some, a, some of it's timing, some of it's yeah, yeah. it's logistics, right? It'd be great to have a little more dialogue, like a little with the peeps, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Well, oh, if this works out, um, right now, I, I this is a good test. Um, the way it's set up is, I think I can now take uh, callers via Skype, nice directly into this board and we'll see how it works and there's also a chat component um where people can you know text chat stuff directly to us um live on air so uh i think barring uh anything else i'm gonna play us out tune in next time yeah to see what um happens. that was fun cool and uh yeah Thumbs it's fun up. being able to do live intros and outros it's just you know, it feels professional did we start a little rough Felt a little rough uh, Oh yeah, no, it's probably rough. It's probably rough right now. Probably. <laughs> it feels a little rough. <laughs> um yeah. Are we done?
might have been another clean and sober intervention. <laughs> <laughs> 